There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. Boy, am I tired of doing all these chores. Uh, why don't, why don't you procrastinate from that instead? But yeah. Welcome to the But Yeah podcast with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Eamon. I'm Zeb. And as usual, it's a very special day on the podcast. It's 6th of September and we're celebrating. Well, we're not celebrating. We're sort of getting geared up. I've got my yeah. my my procrastinate my anti-procrastination gun. And we're f- it's fight procrastination day. Any procrastination gun? It just makes like a honk sound and people who are not doing much. <laughs> just relax. <laughs> Do your paperwork. Um, Every office needs. But before we jump right in, um, I just noticed like the closet of the show is like rattling a lot. So I might just go pull that door open and see what's in there. What the ding dang hack is in here? Hello, hello, folks. (laughs) It's me, Tracy, from the Paper News Out Loud podcast in Australia. How did you get here? That's top secret information that you are not classified to have. This is honestly terrifying. I don't know how you got here. And I didn't know we had a closet that led anywhere. Um, it looks like there's a whole bunch of like time falling out of it. Is is this like a weird time walk <laughs> thing? Back in there. <laughs> yeah, it is more common than you think. Most people don't go in their closets. So that's why they don't know that they have rifts in space time in there. It's completely understandable. Oh my God. Well, um, is somebody keep losing my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably. Well, I can never, like, I put stuff in the cupboard and I go, hmm. Sometimes I just get different shirts. And it's, I was like, it's an interdimensional being that's taking your thing. So just PSA, be aware of that. Is that where my Nintendo 64 AV cable went? More than likely. Damn in it. particular, cables. This this being takes cables and, like, things that are mildly useful once every couple of months. They just need the most. Well, <laughs> it's because it's they've also lost it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and this passed on down the chain in their interdimensional closet. In turn, something a yet greater dimensional ranged being is mm-hmm. taking their things to run their sixty four. Exactly. But like sixty four dimensions. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so welcome to the show, Tracy. It's it's cool to talk to you. I've talked to you before on a different podcast I do, which is One Letter Better. I think you've done two or three episodes so far of that. Um, that's been fun. Um, but let's just jump oh, straight into fighting. Let's jump straight into fighting procrastination. Oh, I need this. Uh, what if we? What if we just? So we should we like. We should jump straight into it. How about first, we take a bit of time, just, you know, relaxing, maybe do something else for a bit. It's been like, Zev, it's been three get, weeks. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel quite ready to start talking about procrastination yet. It, I don't want to put it off. I will remind you, it's been three weeks since we did an episode. I feel That's like true. a little bit longer, though, would be good to just like wait, just sip your tea. I'll make some coffee. We'll just chill. And we can do yeah. it later. I like catch up on Netflix. Yeah. Like, the new season of BoJack's about to come out. I, I kind of want to rewatch, finish that. 
I feel like I'm, I'm rereading Harry Potter again so I could do that. I feel like I'm in like an after school special where my bad friends are telling me not to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> and also like they're probably going to go smoke a bunch of weed or something behind the church and the minister. The church, specifically. <laughs> and the With minister. The minister. <laughs> and Jesus is about to come out and be like, no, you learned your lesson. Need to do clean your laundry. He says to an empty room because, like, everyone's, like, wandered off to, like, <laughs> do other things for a bit. The minister's like, oh, I really need to go give that sermon, but, uh, yeah. Maybe later. Maybe later. We've really got to clean this windowsill. So accurate. Okay. I think I think you two are a bad influence on this cause yep. that I'm trying to support, which is um, procrastination. And let's just, let's look at the text here that I've got from daysoftheyear.com. Um, not a sponsor of the show, more just like a general information source that we kind of um, use not to yet. A, a very large extent. Daysoftheyear.com. Um, please send us some free days of the year or something. Anything. A ruler that says days of the year, official boys on it. Um, procrastination can really be the bane of our existence. With another day coming around the corner, there's no real reason that we can't put it off till tomorrow, is there? Of course not. And tomorrow has another tomorrow. So let's do it again. It is by this way of thinking that absolutely nothing gets done and we know good. And we know good and well that procrastination is us out to get ourselves. But what can we do? Fight Procrastination Day reminds us that it's up to us to beat this monster. And only we can decide to get up and get done today what was supposed to be done. Okay, so it's really set the tone. Procrastination is an actual monster um, that feeds off of the people who don't want to do much. That was really motivating for me as a person. And I'm going to actually leave this recording to go do the 500 other things I've been putting off. So goodbye. (laughs) And this is me walking back into the rift, into the closet. No. Do you think that that may be where the procrastination monster probably like originates from? Well, she's actually going in. She's gone. Hovering overhead. She's climbed in. Wow, she's actually gone. Wow, she's she's got a lot more motivation than I do. Like, even with the de- the fire of a like you know a motivation monster uh, lurking behind me, um, I've gotten pretty pretty comfortable just sitting with that demon eating cheese. Like, I told him to do some work. Maybe maybe I got more used to it. Like I don't know. <laughs> I've spent I, a lot more time procrastinating. I wish I could be so motivated to actually just leave the podcast. Just go do some chores. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, I don't. So I'm I'm good. Yeah, but I, you're I sorted it. all my cho- I, I sorted all my things very appropriately. I have uh, I poured a water. I put the dishwasher on. I did all my things. That's like a that that's me doing work. <laughs> I've had such a struggle the last few weeks trying to get stuff done. Um, like with clothes and just random stuff. Just putting trying to- them on. Putting both legs in the pants, it's such a struggle. Yeah, putting the pants on, that's a struggle. It's also winter, which just makes everything harder. Because then you have to put the second pants on. That makes it even worse. (laughs) And yeah, so like I've been battling this monster, this metaphorical and also 
physical monster that lives in my house that just forces me not to do my chores. And so I get home and I struggle to get them done and I wake up and I'm like, oh man, I wish I did those. And the monster's like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> All right. I was, th- I was thinking it more as like the monster wasn't on my side. <laughs> But I guess, like, it sounds really reassuring. Like, it's going to be fine, man. It's all good. Like, that doesn't sound like that bad a monster. Like, like I mean, it's 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 enabling you. I guess that sucks. But it's not like you should feel awful, which is what I was initially imagining. Like, it, like it's just, like, feel bad. But, I mean, that's not going to motivate you to, to, to do things. No. To like, not do things. Imagine if you had, like, someone, uh, like, me, you, sit down to record And we get started and I'm like, so how's your mic going? And then someone else in the room is like, don't even worry about it, Zeb. Forget about it. It's fine. Don't listen to Eamon. Just just press record. Don't even check anything. My hand reaches up to like do the mic check. And then the demon's just like, forget about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) I mean, it's not like this has actually happened. At any point in time, I haven't been like, oh no, it's absolutely working. It's fine. Why should? Why would I? Why would I tap it? It was scrunch the microphone. I don't know it's working. I, I know. <laughs> uh, that hasn't happened while guesting on other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Kyle and Connor. Um, you want to know about some of the history from this good day, though? I do. Um, so, Fight Procrastination Day tells us to get up in arms and start battling the age-old beast. Oh my god, there's so much of a monster metaphor <laughs> through line here. Um, uh, procrastination is decidedly an epic level raid monster. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, you need a team of people. It's like, alright. <laughs> but the team of people, like, they could introduce their own... Any one person could bring in a new procrastination demon. That's why group projects at school and stuff are the worst. Like, there's always, like, you've got four procrastination demons all in the same room. Like, you're all there huddled together and they're just all leaning over your shoulder going, like, eh. Except for one guy who's successfully slayed his, his demon and they do all the work. Oh, yeah. Group projects are the worst. Even two-person projects suck. Like, it's hard to get this one to work. <laughs> it's, it's, it's effectively for each we've got four people in this podcast two of them are hanging behind each of us going eat cheese eat cheese eat cheese go eat some cheese just just ignore it watch netflix you could leave at any moment says the creature what would happen if i left as well if i went through the portal that tracy went through and went and did some chores <laughs> well do you just have some dragon ball z stuff lined up ready to go I haven't got Dragon Ball Z, but I have, I have, I've got, I've got some things I could talk about. <laughs> how urgent are these chores? Um, so, how about Victor Hugo and James Riley choosing to write naked so it wasn't a simple matter to head out to drink with the boys at the local pub? Not necessarily a universally practical, practical method, but it definitely practical. has its high points. <laughs> practical. Then there are modern versions that are truly remarkable. Programs that you can download onto your computer that act as a filter according to the rules you set up. You know, like if you work at home and you want to use it to control your behavior during work hours? Work hours? This is another one that feels like a last minute project someone put- Like they procrastinated a lot on writing this. And they really stream of conscious just wrote out whatever they were thinking of about procrastination for this article. Like, I like to think they were trying to come up with a day and, like, they were avoiding it all day. Uh, 
Uh, and then they went, I know what I'll write about. I'll write about my reality right now of the demon on my back preventing me from coming up with a day for days of the year. Because, <laughs> like, it doesn't have an origin here, which is, like, specific. It's just, like, procrastination is the thing that, you know, you do. <laughs> Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. And what if, what if, what if, what if wasn't? How do we fight it? We do using the internet, the biggest source of procrastination ever, <laughs> the biggest, most powerful like food source for the procrastination demon that it's ever came. Um, it, I think before the internet, it was just like a little gremlin, and then YouTube came along and it went ah. It just swallowed it up. Standing over her shoulder, Shinigami style from Death Note, just like, you got apples? Um, so you celebrate this day by getting ready to fight putting things off all day long. Um, you do that by, I'll just water this down. Set yourself some alarms, get rid of distractions, set up your table, um, hit the ground running when you get up. When you get up. Um, have your coffee, your breakfast, and your towels for your morning shower ready the night before. Um, streamline your way out the door and prevent you from dawdling. These are all the kind of things I do to procrastinate, though. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm to sit down and do some work, and then I, like, arrange my pencils, <laughs> make a coffee, <laughs> walk over, start the laundry, <laughs> walk over, clean the windowsill. <laughs> I've got to be ready for tomorrow so that uh, the windowsill's dirty when I'm not dirty when I'm trying to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, see, I do a mix. I've got like a bunch of creative stuff I want to do. Then there's a bunch of like chores and stuff I need to do. And then there's like micro chores that I can do to like pass the time. Like I need to make a cuppa, of course. And like I need to That's clean. That's a micro chore? Yeah, it's a micro chore. I need to like um, put a couple dishes over into the sink near the sink, and I need to like get my clothes ready. These are all micro chores that don't really solve the giant basket of clothes I need to sort through, but, and doesn't fix anything. It's a good approach though, because you do it bit by bit. You chip away at it. No, no, you never. Yeah, but you never finish. If you always chip away, you'll never be done. Oh, okay. So this is a bad thing. Okay. Yes, this is not great. I feel as long as it's like if if, if yeah. So you're saying like micro chores are a bad like a bad mindset. You should only think of macro chores. I think you get a lot more done when you focus your energy on one thing at a time. Like humans and pe- like humans and people, all all of us together, um, we all try to <laughs> we all try to uh, multitask. All of us humans, people, the whole lot, everyone, persons persons we all try to multitask and we like try to like set up things multitasking is great um if you're cooking and you're going to chop something up throw it in a pan put that on the back burner and it actually does something while you're not touching it but as soon as you try and apply that to real life where you have a giant pile of clothes and you're like i'll just chip away a little bit and then i'll go away and do something else the clothes don't fold while you're away from them you're not multitasking you're just fragmenting your energy yeah, like I like on like I agree with your words, but I'm required not to agree with your sentiment because it's exactly what I do. <laughs> it's what I do I as sit well. Down. So like my main like the main thing that I guess 
my recurring demon is like, I, I, I'm trying to draw a lot more. I want to try and get better and improve at that. Mm. So I have my little motivational things. But what I'll do is I'll put the t- I'll put Netflix on and sit down and draw while watching a show, which is the worst combination you can do. <laughs> because, like, you're not watching the show wholly and you're not fully drawing. So you do neither for four hours and you just go. Excellent. I did nothing. <laughs> I, just, I just spaced my attention inefficiently. Yeah, if I need to start listening to books and podcasts more while, while yeah, that would probably that, work. It actually better. works. Um, one analogy that applies to me practically would be um, back when I was in high school, I had a lot of time to avoid doing high school and just make music. So I'd sit there for four hour blocks every night and be able to focus on making music, and I would finish a lot of songs. And nowadays, yeah. I have full time work. I get home. I need to cook for myself. So maybe. Like the last few years while I've been working, I've been like making ideas and some songs I've finished, but like mm. the other day on like just a lazy Sunday, I managed to sit down and like be home for seven hours and do a song from start to finish. Mm. And it just does not compare doing little tiny pieces to having a big block where you really focus on creating something or on yeah. getting your stuff organized or folding clothes. You just, I don't mm. think you can chip away at those sort of things. Yeah. I have so much trouble with sustained attention though. Like, I don't know. Like I sit down and like, okay, I'm going to do some creative thing. I'm going to do the work that I have to do. And I look at it. I look at it and I go, yeah, I get all itchy. I get all itchy. I have to get out of there. Like if, if, but if I find the best way to fight procrastination is to have an important task as an alternative to a more important task. Yes. So it's like, okay, I absolutely have to do this assignment. I have to. The most, the most elaborate game I ever made back in game making like days, I made a whole engine and like half a game <laughs> in the period of like one semester at uni. And like, it was, a, it was a, the best, probably in terms of probably the furthest I've got to actually completing a proper game. But yeah, my studies definitely suffered. <laughs> And like on the other side, like I found it really easy to like, like I'd choose a half to study. Like I'd do the theory portion because that's the easier half than actually writing an essay. So I'd do pretty good on the exams, but in terms of like sitting there and like actually doing the active writing requires so much more focus. Yeah. Fight demons with demons. That's what I say. Yeah. Like that's, (laughs) that's how you get firefighters to work harder on on the things that they're trying to battle is if they're like not doing a very good job on the small fire, set a bigger fire next to it. And then they'll have more, like more things to worry about. <laughs> wait, no, you need to set a, wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You, you set a bigger fire. If you set a smaller fire, then then leave that fire and go to the other one. Cause it's easier. <laughs> Do they though? I think they focus on the big one. <laughs> no, but like, they're like, Oh, this is, uh, this is, this looks difficult. <laughs> It depends if they're, if they're already doing it, sure, they're in the flow of it. But if they're on their way and they're like, there's a massive fire. And then like, like they're just about to get there and they're like, Ugh. and there's, there's another one. There's a smaller one over there. I'm like, oh, we can, I mean, technically this one's closer. I mean, I'm sure if we, if we do that one, I mean, like, it, makes, it just makes more sense to do this one. <laughs> Plus my ship's about to end. <laughs> then we all get to go home and have Maccas. <laughs> Well, time's up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of this is how firefighters work. As far as I know, firefighters' shifts never end. 
All respect. It's a one. It's a very highly respect that respect firefighters. Yeah, don't keep start. Up, keep up. Don't start smaller fires to lure the firefighters to come hang out. Yeah, don't start fires. Don't start fires. So in ancient Rome, they had firefighters. Fun fact. Yeah, but like cool wizards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like it was like it wasn't publicly owned like it is here. Like it wasn't. Like, there, it was a private business, firefighting was. So, like, there'd be the local governor guy who was, like, trying to get in charge of the town, and he'd own the firefighting crew. And if you're a political enemy of that guy, don't catch on, don't have any of your stuff <laughs> catch on fire, because the firefighters were a political organization in Rome. Just, I'm glad our corruption doesn't stretch down to that level. Yeah. Um, Fun side fact. <laughs> I'm guessing there was also people who set the fires as well as a political action. Oh, yeah. Generally, the guy who owns the firefighting, it was generally yeah. the one who was probably starting the fires, or at least people he employed. Because it would always be like, oh, well, oh, I, I hate that guy. <laughs> well, conveniently, all my political enemies' houses keep catching on fire. What? And we couldn't get there in time. What? A, what? There was this other smaller fire we had to sort on the way over to that fire. And, and everyone's uh, shifts ended. They all had pizza. Yeah, we had to go home to our Roman baths where we all bathed together and go to the big communal toilet that they did. They had sponges instead of toilet paper. Anyway, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Ancient Facts. Room talk. Room talk. Um, you got any other procrastination ideas? Um, my main way that I fight procrastination, so random side note, because it's this, I feel like this past year, I, I get people going back to drawing, it's something completely not relevant to podcasting or directly usable, but um, I've wanted to actually motivate myself to do that. And it's weird to think, oh, I've got to motivate myself to do something I enjoy. That doesn't make sense, but it's totally a thing. Like it happens oh, yeah. because it's work. It's even if you enjoy it, if you're trying to improve that and really put work into it, you, you put it off. You find other things to do or you draw stuff or you, you do the same task but in a non-meaningful way or something like that. So I keep sketchbooks and I keep a chart at the front of it with drawing goals. So it'll be like legs or something like that because I'm trying to improve that. And each time I draw a leg, I put a tally mark. And like the, the logic is I'm trying to get it to 100 for like every one of the goals I have in the start of each sketchbook. And each time I put a little tick, if I get to 10, I get to highlight it. So I have a funny thing that it's always kind of worked for me since the days of playing RuneScape as a teenager. <laughs> I think I found that it was really motivating to have a number go up on anything. And especially if it kind of forms like a little chart, like I've done NaNoWriMo twice and I ha outside of NaNoWriMo, I can't write a page. Like, but the fact that it has a little graph tracking you each day is enormously motivating for me um, because like and and seeing other people on the website and getting involved in the community when it's going on you can go see other people's bars I'm also kind of competitive so I like to be able to go oh you I'm beating you <laughs> or someone's slightly beating me I'm like well I'm going to write a heap <laughs> then my bar would get ahead of theirs and you'd, I'd, I could climb my graph up and it of course, it doesn't work if you slip more than a day, like two days behind, because yeah. then it's like, I literally can't catch up anymore. But then, like, I did, like, a few times, like, I as once you get past that, like, halfway mark, you're like, well, I can't not do it now. Yeah, then you I have to do more of it. set some fires, bring everyone else down to your level. I just need to write a smaller book. <laughs>
first before I write this main book. <laughs> but yeah, I keep these tally marks. I've started a new one, which is like I'm trying to actually fill a sketchbook a month. That's my current challenge for myself. So like every five days, I have a little a different tally where I get to color in boxes. And I just find that real reinforcing. It's funny how having a completely meaningless token to give to yourself actually does a lot for encouraging and killing the demon, so yeah. to say. We're being, we're being oddly wholesome. Yeah, see, the problem I think- I also find screaming works. Screaming. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you find that, like, you need to do something, then, like, <laughs> just scream a heap. There's some people would advise that. Um, but one thing I would say is that the problem I have is I do so much different creative things that it's hard to balance them. And so they all keep falling behind each other. And what I end up doing is um, procrastinating between them. And instead of um, my token of reward being a candy or something that's actually rewarding or, a, or like a number, it ends up being I'll reward myself by working on something else or I'll reward myself by sorting all my laundry out when I get this done. And then <laughs> I mean, what happens when you though. do that is all your laundry falls behind and then you die. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I find it hard. Like, I get too overwhelmed. I can't keep lists. Lists of... I came within this sketchbook specific one tiny scenario for one specific thing. It's just one goal. Again, it's the whole competitive thing. I want to defeat myself or something like that. But, like, for, like, day-to-day tasks, if I feel I have a long list of, like, okay, here's the human adult things I have to do today. Like, I look at the big lists and I go, "Mm, nah... I'm just going to go over here and do this smaller list. Or I just rewrite the list. I get caught in loops of just like trying to write better to-do lists or something like that. I find the only time lists work for me is when I have a bunch of stuff that's static and has to get done like Mm. um, empty bins. um, And like not even like days ahead. It has to be something that's going to be done in like a six hour block. And I have to get this stuff done by the end of the day or I die. Yeah, it has to be directly achievable. There was this big thing that um, in one of my jobs, we talked a lot about, so they call them SMART goals, that's S-M-A-R-T. So it's like small, like basically the way it boils down, it's an acronym, I actually forget it. I don't know why I brought the specific name of <laughs> it up. But the point is that you should set small achievable goals, even if it's a heap and break down a big task into small tasks and like make it really easy to cross them off, each specific one. Don't have like something that's, out of balance in size compared to the rest of the stuff on the list because or as an addendum to the actual thing do but don't make it important because you won't do that thing you'll do the other things with more fervor so they're smart goals simple manageable achievable realistic i think one specific testable you have to it has to be it can't be like an abstract goal it has to be something that you can like you can go definitively that is done like finish the laundry not like think about some things think up ideas like has to be think up five ideas or something like that do one page of brainstorming or something like that five laundry yeah finish five five percent laundry or something like that (laughs) it'd be great once we have smart homes because that'll just track all this stuff and we won't have to do it (laughs) like we'll do it but it'll tell us when to do and go like instead it will have a Literal computer to fight the demon for us. It was go. You have to do the laundry. I'm like, you have to do the laundry. Uh, you have to do the laundry. Fine, <laughs> and then you do it <laughs> because your house told you to. Made you feel guilty. Or just like, <laughs> I'm sure there's an app for that. Yeah, but. it just starts locking doors. 
until the only area you can be in is the laundry. It waits until you accidentally walk into the laundry and then it locks you in there. <laughs> and you can't leave. It gradually depletes the oxygen until you finish the laundry. The smart home of the future, the, the, the smart home, not the smart home you wanted, but the smart home you need right now. Yeah, this episode of Black Mirror that sucks. <laughs> but yeah. That's that's the other thing. I've never found it like I find this tally system works well for me, but like physical, tangible, real life rewards I can't do. Like because my my simple thing I say to myself is like, I'm like okay, I have to if I do this I get the candy. Okay, okay. Do you agree with that, Zeb? Zeb, yes, I agree with that, Zeb. And then then I'd start to do the thing and I go I get slightly bored because the the standard ten minutes pass and I went and I go. Pfft. Time for candy. Hey Zeb, can I have an ex- Hey Zeb, do you think you could just have some? Can I? Do you have, can I have some candy? Yeah, Zeb, you can just have some candy. I give you permission because you set the thing and I set the thing. I give you permission to have that candy now. You did ten minutes of sitting here. That's good. Good work. You you deserve a candy, and I eat all the candy. And <laughs> yeah. wander off. You need to give the candy to someone else who's going to take care of it for you and dispense one candy to you when you do good. Remember that time you had that candy dispensing machine <laughs> and we just ate all the candy? Because <laughs> the idea was you put money into it. It was a money saving thing. I don't know. Do you remember that? I think it was like a gumball machine. Yeah. And like we just kept putting the same coin in it. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I ate heaps of it. It was just like, well, it really, all it really did instead of con- making us eat less, we just ate all of it. In one go, in a short frame of time. Dang. Who knew having a big supply of candy visible in the room would be really tempting? (laughs) Speaking of tempting, um, let's go tempt ourselves in the ad zone. Do you like ads? Do you like podcasts? This week we have something special for you. An ad for a podcast. It's an unlikely combination. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Tracy, who we had at the start of the episode, <laughs> and when she went into that cupboard, she actually was meant to come out, but her internet died. So she's still in there. <laughs> so um, we can't really, you can vaguely hear the muffles if you really press your ear against it, but I, I assume she's all right. I reckon uh, we'll just <laughs> we'll just play an ad for Paper News Out Loud. It's a wonderful podcast. Um, instead, yeah, it'll be great. Um, go check out Paper News Out Loud. Uh, it's on all the all the podcatchers. But here's an ad that they sent to us, and let's just play that. We'll talk to you in a minute. What's in your ears right now, huh? Garbage words and wood mice. Wood mice whispering garbage words. Garbage whispering about wood mice. Clear out your canals with the dulcet tones of Florence and Diane in Paper News Out Loud. Nourish your mind. Give your neurons something to munch on. We provide you with things you never knew you needed to know. And none of the things you actually need to know, but might be fun to sprinkle into conversations with interdimensional beings. Think weirder thoughts and listen to Paper News Out Loud. Available on iTunes, Spotify, your friendly neighborhood Void, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Now it's time for what's the segment called? Uh, let's ask Zeb an open question. <laughs> Drum roll. What did you do this week? Oh, uh, nothing. 
No, you know, I procrastinated mainly. I did some drawing, uh, you know, my, my, my personal goal. Work, you know, ate, slept, did all the standard tasks in a very minimal and half-hearted way. Um, I played a game, though, which was very, a surreal experience. It's a bit of a meme. It's kind of died down. It's about a year old now, but it's called um, Doki Doki Literature Club. Mm. So it's framed as a dating sim, but it's a horror game. Oh, and it's messed up. It's really messed up. Um, in fact, like trigger warnings on it. I don't know <laughs> if you look into it. Like it's definitely like it has a lot of dark themes to it, but it's all like really like upbeat and cute and all of this. And then like things take a horrible turn and it's really disconcerting. I don't want to talk about so much about that, but it reminded and it got me thinking about like what I find to be my taste in things, like my taste in entertainment. I also found this artist recently called Poppy. Which I think you've heard before. Yeah, the um, video artist. Yeah. She has this persona where she's like a, a robot made by the Illuminati that sings pop music. <laughs> it's really upbeat and friendly, but about like killing all the humans and things like that. But yeah, I really like dissonance. I like things which seem really nice, but they're actually messed up. Like that's my favorite. That's like... That's like a narcotic in terms of entertaining <laughs> for me. I love it so much. Like, that's why I like I love, I love Adventure Time. Like, it's messed up like that. It's mostly like a, a friendly kid show, but then it's just like monsters that are actually messed up. I love Cthulhu stuff. I love Lovecraft, all of that. Prefer I prefer um, Call of Cthulhu, the Dungeons and Dragons, just because, you know, eldritch horror and all of that. But yeah, that's something I've been thinking about. <laughs> what have you been up to? Um, I've been just like in various states of soreness and sickness. I haven't got the flu yet, but like my mouth has essentially been sore on and off for like two weeks for some reason. Mm. I just had various- Everyone's sick. Sore parts of my mouth. I've had various, like at some point, like my back was sore and it's just been- I'm just been like falling apart, like some kind of late Walking Dead season zombie and it sucks. Sounds like you just need to lay down and just just put those tasks off for a little bit, have a bit of a rest, <laughs> and just, just you know, the, the laundry can wait, man. Don't worry about the dishes. Oh, trust me, I know it can wait. It's been waiting for a while now. <laughs> That's the other half of procrastination day, though. Like, like, well, procrastination in general. Like, we're all like, oh, procrastination's the enemy. Feel really bad if you're not doing something. Like, at the same time, it's important to be mindful of your mental health on the other side of that spectrum. Yeah. Like, don't be so stressed that you're not doing something that it may, like, that you can't relax. And then, because you're so stressed, you're not doing the thing, you can't do the thing. You can't, then you've got to take the time to relax as well. Like, don't procrastinate from relaxing <laughs> because that's important as well. And yeah. you shouldn't feel bad if you can't do something one day. Like, it's, it's sometimes you just got to take some me time. It's important for you. Yeah, sometimes you need to take some of someone else's time. Take some of Zeb's time to relax. <laughs> take it from him <laughs> so he has to work harder and you get to relax. <laughs> Via my closet, <laughs> like the... the the time, uh, time distortion closet. Yeah, I think the best way to do that is probably appear in his closet and tell him he has to come and do your laundry while you go play video games. <laughs> just, oh, man. Oh, man. Not again. Dang. <laughs> Why is it always- keep making me watch When's things? it going to be my turn? <laughs> 
Have you got any other things that are actually worth talking about? I don't think I do. Uh, I feel like we just actually hit a petered out wall. I should have talked more about the thing that I was talking about, but I felt like... <laughs> no, I got my three checkpoints, which is my mouth is sore, my teeth hurt. <laughs> Procrastination. <laughs> All right, well, actually, I got, I got one last bit that we can sort of touch on. All right. But, like, and, and beyond that, also, uh, I also want to say... I'm not wholly convinced that procrastination is bad for you on its own right as well. Using the power of my uh, my degree uh, in psychology, I have found this article on the internet called Psychology Today. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm able to read it with, uh, 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 with, with competence because I know vaguely of these things. But, like, it kind of does have a point in the sense that, like, like the prime point of it is... I'd say I'll just get it up. I don't know, all my stuff's blowing up. So the the points it puts forth are like active procrastination makes you get more things done, which I mean, you've got to just talked about before. When you've got a big task, you do all the little tasks. So you have a really clean house when, you, when, when you've got something big to do. You get all, that, all those little things done. I like the second point here, though, is unnecessary tasks disappear with procrastination. So if you just don't do the thing, eventually you won't have to do it. Just like, you know, with a fireman. <laughs> Come on, put out the fire. Ah, it'll burn out. <laughs> it'll burn itself out eventually. Just don't worry about it. Thanks, thanks psychology today. Um, the next one, procrastination shines light on what's most important to you. And like, yeah, like I know f- with certainty that re-watching things on Netflix is is clearly an important part of my soul based on this, <laughs> based on like the proportion of things I'm doing instead of the things I have to do. Um, procrastination helps you make better decisions because you overthink it forever. Mm. You go, oh, I mean, I should do those dishes, but really, why do we even have dishes? Why don't we just smash them and have paper plates? Like what? Why don't I just eat with my eat out of directly out of the fridge? Isn't that better? And then I just have to sweep. That's way better. Well, that's how innovation happens. Smart people don't want to do the thing, so they invent a washing machine. <laughs> if, it wasn't for, if it wasn't for procrastination, we'd still be beating clothes with rocks probably. Like, it's it's very useful. Um, probably the internet. That's probably a result of it somehow, <laughs> uh, even though that's actually caused more procrastination. But God, then that's good. It's so hard means- to get... A hundred people in a room to yell at me. I wish there was a better way. <laughs> like the internet, because then it can yell at you. Yeah. Start up a start up a chat room. Yell at me to do things like live stream. Man, there's a there's a thing you could do to motivate yourself. Live streaming. I'm live streaming myself. I encourage everyone to tell me to do the things I need to do. Here's the list. I'm gonna put a speaker in every wall of my house. Oh my god! <laughs> and you can see me in every room. So you know Jesus. what I'm doing. I'm gonna, and then you go okay, um, and then you try to sit down for one moment, and then like the walls <laughs> scream at you. <laughs> Do the thing. Do, do your dishes. Like, but I imagine not a lot of people would visit the stream at first. Depending on how popular it is. So you just have like occasionally like there'd be just one familiar voice that pops up from time to time just being like, you know, you should probably actually, you know, vacuum. Like, <laughs> shut up. Shut up, voice in my house from the internet. From look at the computer. Germany. <laughs> Why are you watching my life? If I ask people to. One of the points on this article is procrastination leads to better apologies. 
Okay. Yeah, they're just That's ten years felt. late. <laughs> I guess because you're like you're gonna you're gonna write something pretty killer, and you'll really sort out every detail because of the overthinking again. Yeah. But yeah, the one thing in this whole list which actually makes sense is procrastination. Procrastination makes you more creative. I do kind of agree with that, and I have seen research indicating towards that in the past. So periods of creativity are where you're actually gen- like you're making stuff, but the periods are where you're not are kind of needed for your brain. The reason your brain went, okay, I'm tired. I need to, I don't want to do the creative thing at this very moment. It's because you have run out of creative resources for a moment. And this is like talking from, from this perspective, I guess, not so much for doing dishes or anything like that, but avoiding your dishes probably isn't necessarily going to help. But I mean, I guess it goes back to the overthinking thing. You're actually thinking things through because you really need to nut out every detail before you do the thing, before you put it to the brush. Yeah, when I'm so um, I- when I write songs and things like that, if I go straight into like writing something out and recording it immediately, um, it's definitely a lot less thought out than if I write half the lyrics and then I leave it to sort of stew in my mind and then I come back to it and write the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely something to letting something sort of like boil over as a thought. Or mm. taking your time with something and coming back to it. Mm. But really, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But on the other and, hand, t- um, there's also, you do benefit a lot sometimes from just stream of consciousness, focus on something and it just happens. Yeah, I think it's about balance. Like, you don't want <laughs> there's a reason we hate procrastinating because then you don't do any of the thing. Yeah. But if you if you're just stream of consciousness and never actually stopping to think about it, you're also not creating great things. So you need to like balance out your moments of active and moments of inactive and all of that. It's like, um, again, going back to like doing like the Rimo thing, the first draft, which is all I've ever done is nothing. It's just stream of consciousness nonsense for 50. It's just a lot of stream of consciousness nonsense. And like with any creativity, it's kind of, and I like that. You're just making a massive clay that you can then work with yeah. and sculpt into something. But you've got to make the clay first. And that takes work. Yeah. But actually, like, sculpting the clay is a very fun process. I think that about wraps us up. Yeah. This was, this was, a, this was a, uh, a more serious podcast than usual, I guess. I guess it's clearly something that bothers both of us in real life. <laughs> well, I've just... And it's very it's relevant that- to me right now. I've just come off of like three weeks of trying to figure out exactly how I'm going to make everything work at the same time. Mm. I think it's just, it's a real thing that haunts adulthood, but... And not, I mean, everyone, but from my perspective, like, I feel like it's a particularly relevant to create... Trying to balance a creative work which isn't necessarily mandatory to your life but still feels important yeah to feel happy it's a it's an element of to really be happy you got to work at it (laughs) you can't just let it lie so thanks for coming to our seminar um that'll be fifty dollars i guess it's a webinar which i hate and i mean yeah Tracy did better than both of us. I mean, she's probably done so much work since <laughs> in this time. Uh, now it's time to go do our laundry. Uh, we're going to go do our laundry. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us at But Yeah Pod on Twitter and various places on the internet. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, have a great week. We love you. Have fun. Do lots of work, but take time. Take time for yourself. Go do your laundry right now. I'm watching. Binge you. that Netflix.
I'm watching you. You can do it. <laughs> don't, don't don't stop doing the Netflix to like avoid stopping your Netflix to go do some laundry <laughs> to put off watching the Netflix that you need to watch. <laughs> but if you need to do the laundry to feel, to center yourself again, by all means. Bye. Yeah, um, so we're going to just play some ads. Yeah. Hang on, I got a better way to do it. (laughs) Okay. Better than that? Because that's not hard to beat.